right, welcome back to The Good Life. My name is Jake Locke, co-host of the podcast. And my name's Austin Hartman, and I'm the other co-host. Today we'll be talking about how debt is ruining your life. Welcome to The Good good Life. life. All right, Austin, let's get into it, baby. This is going to be fun today. Yeah, I'm going to start us off here. Um, Yeah. So debt, how does it affect you? Good ways and bad. Um, So I was always raising, I'm listening to... I was always raised listening to Dave Ramsey. Um, he's very against uh, debt. And so, honestly, um, ever since I can remember, I've been listening to Dave Ramsey's podcast. He has, um, I think it's called like Financial Peace or something like that, his mm-hmm. podcast name. Yeah. And he just has people on there and he t- they talk about like their different financial situations and um, he gives them advice on like how to get out of those um, situations that people have gotten stuck in because um, in today's time, people just pile on debt. You can get debt into pretty much everything now these days. Crazy, man. You can get debt on, you can get a loan for jeans, you can get a loan on tech, cars, know, homes, anything. Yeah, I, I literally, I walked into Old Navy the other day, and then I saw like a little sign for financing. You could pay $3 a month for your jeans for the next 12 months. It, it, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, like, I mean, really. it's crazy because probably during, you know, the Christmas season or holiday season, people are probably doing that. Yeah, honestly, they yeah, probably don't have the so money, and, and they see that, and they fall into the trap. Instead of saving up months prior, uh, Dave Ramsey has a good quote: "It's uh, Christmas is the same day every year. It doesn't switch. It doesn't, you know, it's not in November. It's not in July. It's December twenty fifth every year." Yeah, exactly. So you just so, have to prepare for it. Exactly, it's not a surprise to any of us. We know Christmas is coming. We know that all that's coming up too. So. Yeah, so we're just going to be diving into more in this podcast, just a little bit about that and how we can help um, each other um, live that debt-free lifestyle and stuff like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. For me personally, with my parents, they uh, they have never gotten into any type of debt. They haven't uh, taken out a car payment. Uh, we they do have a home payment. Uh, they are working to pay that off. But you know, just the just the silly things. You know, like getting getting a credit card or you know getting that car you really want. I I've never seen my dad buy a car without cash in his pocket when he goes to get it. Yeah. And so that's rubbed off to me. I don't have any intentions on you know pulling out any loans other than a home and paying that off as uh, quick as possible. But, yeah, that's my background. Uh, that's scary. Get away from me. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. It's not normal for someone to not have debt. Like you're, so, you're the odd man out in society now if you don't have debt. Yeah, exactly. So that's actually something I was going to talk about. Like, So I'm in the process of buying a house, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I walked into there fully expecting to be able to just apply for a loan and be able to buy a house right then and there. Um, so I walked in full, like, had everything, had all my documents, everything, and then they're like, "Yeah, we don't do manual underwriting anymore." So if you don't know manual, what my, uh, manual underwriting is, is basically um, you the com- uh, compilation of all your like assets, how much you make, how much your down payment is, and then they'll give you a loan based off of that, not your credit score. Because um, I've lived my life 100% debt free, so I have zero credit. So. Um, kind of doing that was kind of tough so they actually told me that they don't pretty much no one does manual underwriting anymore because our society's really gotten kind of lazy with um just everything with debt and stuff like that i mean we live in the world of uber and amazon everybody wants something and they want it quick and the housing's going the same way life insurance is the same way heck you can get life insurance in 20 minutes it's unbelievable so yeah it's only it's not going to get any better from here in that sense yeah exactly because like everyone like 
people want it now. Like an iPhone's a thousand dollars now. Like that's ridiculous. Like crazy, everything pricing they, and they, stuff. But they could they could have two hundred dollars and you know AT and T or Sprint or whoever they do it through will be like, okay. Yeah, you can still have it, but you gotta pay twenty bucks a month. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have the money, you shouldn't be buying it. Like I know for my first iPod, mm-hmm. um, I was like ten years old, but <laughs> to save up for it, I mowed lawns. I mowed lawns for about I think eight months before I could even afford it because like at the time the iPod. It had just come out the iPod oh, Touch, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was like six hundred dollars. So um, I saved up for like eight months solid before I bought it because obviously that's how I was growing up. Was um, you have to have the cash handy to be able to oh, pay yeah. for it. So yeah. you know, there's the saying, "Cash is king." And cash is king, man. Yeah. Put put them put them all the money down. You don't gotta worry about it again. I was uh, shopping around for MacBooks uh, this weekend, and I was going to, you know, your Best Buys, your, you know, just your typical tech stores, and uh, the prices are unbelievable. $1,200, yeah. $2,000, $2,500. I, I, I have the money to do so, but, and then that something inside of me was like, oh, you can just, you know, put 200 down and make $40 payments for the next 12 months, and you can have you know, a brand new MacBook. Yeah, it seems very, it's very tempting. tempting. I've thought yeah. about it. I, I, I thought about it, but then I'm like, no, Jacob, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. So I went to Facebook Marketplace, bought a 2020 MacBook for six hundred and fifty dollars, and a steal. bought it cash. Yeah. So it's just the little things like that. I mean, it, it's tempting. It really is, and that's coming from somebody that has no desire, where has never done. Uh, you know a payment or anything of the sort so yeah they really do try their hardest to make it tempting like they try to put that little voice in your head like it's so easy just do it it's but cra- it's, it's, cra- it's crazy man it, it, and it's ru- it ru- it ruins a lot of people's lives i know people that have student loans and they're still trying to pay they, they went to college 20 years ago and they're still making student loans on what yeah, exactly. So, and that's, it's crazy. Like the pricing of college and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. the stuff you need to take out loans for, that's even going up. So you're taking out bigger loans and you have to stretch them out. Like, um, I've seen a lot of stuff working in the car business. Mm-hmm. Like you're able to now stretch out a car loan for 84 months. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like 84 months, like a car on average is going to last you 15 to 20 years. So you're stretching it out to 84, like almost half the lifespan of your car. Like that's insane. How long is 84 months? I'm bad at math. How, what that's is like, that? 12.436. <laughs> we're just going to both look like 84, like, 36. Let's say it's like probably like five years. That's like five, six years. Yeah. So it's almost half of the car's lifetime. And I, I've seen TikToks and videos on YouTube, people going around being like, oh, what's your car payment? And people are like 500, 600, $700. I'm like, wow, that's bad. And then you get to the cat that's paying 1200 a month. I, not yeah, bad. exactly. Pass away. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So that's twelve hundred. That's say your car payments a thousand dollars. Twelve months, twelve thousand dollars. You could have invested in that. Put that in the stock market and invest it. Yeah, put well, twelve hundred dollars a month, like bro. Yeah. What would that be over the course of, you know, ten, twenty years? It, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's crazy, and that's just a decision. Yeah, literally, like. I I drive an old Nissan Altima 2008 like bad, and I'm going to that bad cat's fresh. Oh yeah, it's fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to and I'm going to drive it until the wheels fall off because mm-hmm. like who really at the end of the day who's really going to care what you drive, what you show up to? It's everything like it's intellect. It's everything in your mind. No one's really going to care what you drive. Yeah, they can say whatever, but at the end of the day if you have like more like intellect, more money than they do and less debt 
you're up ahead. Like it, it's all a facade with that type of materialism type thing. I was reading a book. I believe it was it was either Man's Search for Meaning or The Power of Now, and it's like. It, it, it's how you know that everybody wants a nicer house, a nicer car to imp- and to impress people that ultimately don't give a crap. Of, you know, uh, you know, you're trying to impress people that you don't like. You know, yeah, exactly. So it's like, why do you need the sixty thousand dollar car when you could buy a fifteen thousand dollar? Yeah, car? it's it's a vehicle. It gets you from point A to point B as long as it's reliable and it'll get you there safe. Really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. No, it, no, it doesn't. It's all it's all perception and how you want people to view you that don't care about you yeah, or exactly. don't know you. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. So. It's, it's crazy, man. Uh, you said your Nissan's a 2008. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Just, just I'm almost at 200,000 miles. So I was looking it up. It's like you can get up up to like 300,000 miles out of a Nissan engine. So I'm gonna try to push for that 300,000. So you, all right, I'll make you a deal right now. If you push it up to 300,000 miles I'll give you $20 $20 you hear that folks by the time I get to three or 300,000 miles dude that'll might get me a single gallon of gas you can fill that tank up with my 20 bucks (laughs) (laughs) no that's cool yeah let's go on with this so you know we address car loans the car loans is crazy because I feel like when you get a car loan and you get the car you want it's all up here it's yeah. not the actual car. People get too emotionally set on the no. um, cars. I was talking to like my coworkers and stuff um, mm-hmm. where I work at Kelly Automotive, yeah. and they were saying like people get so emotionally attached. Like I want this, I have to have this. Like at the end of the day, like do you need it? It's a it's it's a want versus a need. Like do you need um, ventilated seats? Do you need the heated seats? Or do you? I mean, just it's nice. Want it? Yeah, but, it is nice. Uh, it's like, not, don't but get you me don't, wrong. Yeah, Indiana gets pretty freezing <laughs> in those winters, so it oh, is yeah. pretty nice to have like the heated seats and stuff and heated steering wheel. I got in my car the other day and um, it was freezing. I was like one of the days a few weeks back where it was like twenty degrees in the morning. I wasn't ready for it. Didn't warm up my car or anything. Got in there. I was just thinking, man, I wish I had a heating seat or a heated steering wheel right now. That, <laughs> but it's like. I don't need it. Like, yeah, and exactly. You know? I had a similar thing like that over the summer. So over the summer, uh, my AC in my car went out. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was right in when it was like 97 degrees out. So it was ridiculously hot. And I went probably saw two weeks. And I was like, man, it could be an entire AC replacement. Oh, yeah. And I was just like thinking of the worst. I'm like, man, it would just be so nice. It would be so easy to go in, trade the car in, and get a nice like get you new a, Nissan or something like that. Get you a 2020 Nissan. Yeah, get a nice to... new shiny Nissan. Everything's working on it. It looks good. It drives good. But then it's like, I was thinking about it like, nah. It's not worth it. Like, could I pay cash for it? Yeah, even so. But then at the end of the day, like, it's AC. So I eventually get dug into it, and it just needed some more Freon. So. Yeah, no, that that's good. I mean, it's hard to fall in that trap when your car is, you know, it's having problems. You fix this, you fix that, you fix this. And, you know, you just get sick of it. And you go to the dealership, shop around a bit. You see that tasty 2020 Nissan. It's only, <laughs> you know, it's only $500 a month, Austin. I know. Zero down. It, it looks pretty it, good. It, it looks clean, everything, but... Oh, it's a tough choice, It's man. a tough choice, but at the end of the day, you're going to be happier. So, um, Dave Ramsey likes to say, like, uh, debt is a shackle. It's just holding you down. Boom. So, like, um, 
It really does. Like, the fact, like, the feeling that you get knowing that at the end of the day, if you lost your job and you were just sitting there, you could just live and not have to pay anyone anything. The only thing you'd have to pay is, like, utilities, taxes, and food. What they, what they call it, having a nest egg, is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, basically. have a solid nest egg and you're debt-free. You could you can afford to lose your job for six months. Yeah, exactly. You could live off of it. But and if, so... you got thing, if you got liabilities that are taking money out of your pocket, you can't. Yeah, exactly. And that's all debt is. It's a liability to you. It's holding you back, and it's just hurting you. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we can move on to student loans. Student loans is oh, interesting. Boy. That's a whole trap, a whole unit universe that you know the government loves the universities love yeah because so like when you're fresh out of high school how much do you know about finances not a lot yeah exactly <laughs> like me personally i had a good idea behind it just because of like what i did what my parents um had me read and stuff like that when i was in high school and on um, the classes they had me take so i had a little bit of like um did you know Race what there? did you know what an asset and a liability was coming out of high school? Oh no. Not Me either. Me, no, I had no idea. I think it was the the summer I graduated from high school. I started, you know, playing around on YouTube on like real estate investing, uh, taxes, just stuff and it was interesting to me. I was like Huh, I wonder what an asset and a liability is. So that just shows I was a whole 18 years old, lived on this earth 18 years and didn't know what an asset and a liability was. Yeah, exactly. So then going into college, then the, you got all these uh, high school students that have no clue what they're getting nope. into. So it's crazy to me that we're like, you can like, I know, I don't know exactly what the like, um, like gap is for the money but i know like they won't let you take out a certain loan for like a business mm -hmm. if you're 18 but but you can go give universities you can go give universities 200 grand because <laughs> like that makes a hundred percent sense you can go give 200 grand to a university for four years of information but you can't take out a business loan crazy man and yeah, and it's like, what are you ultimately getting? Like, I get it if you're like a doctor or a lawyer, you know, you need to be educated on those type of things. But if you're going to college for like business or, no offense, but like art, creative writing. Yeah, go to a local I don't, college. I don't, yeah, I don't know if the bigger schools for you, uh, uni I, I feel like it, growing up, there was such a like pressure or like a, a facade. A facade of going to the IUs, the Purdue's, the Notre Dame's. Yeah, the big time school, the big colleges, like the partying, everything like that. The like, college experience. Yeah, exactly. The drinking. It's it, uh, all it, feed, it all this feeds into the younger generation that the people that are in high school or even I know in public schools if you have an academic advisor they'll be like oh Sally you need to you get your grades up if you want to get in the Notre Dame you you need to get in the Notre Dame so you can get a good job and have a good life yeah exactly with two hundred thousand dollars of debt yeah exactly and how long is it going to take you to do that as well like how long is it going to take you to pay off two hundred thousand dollars in debt and it, so you also have to make that decision too so like if you're going to school nothing wrong with being a teacher or something but if you're going to school to be a teacher like we need teachers but at the same time if you're going to school for being a teacher you're going to make like you can make a lot of money in it but like on average it's like 30 to 50 grand a year mm -hmm. so you shouldn't be going to a school that you're going to rack up $200,000 in debt because that's going to take you forever to pay off. It's crazy. Because you're going to have things like a mortgage payment and stuff like that as well. 
Um, yeah, it's basic life. I I know, and it, it's sad. It it is. I don't I don't you know applaud the people that are going and doing these things. I feel bad for them. Yeah, and it, it's just crazy the pressure and the stigmatism behind having to go to a Big Ten school or a private school. I'm perfectly content with my education I'm getting at PFW. I feel like it is no different than IU or Purdue. Yeah. I've seen IU and Purdue kids fail and not succeed in the workforce or no motivation. It's also interesting, too, because if you go to like a Purdue campus or an uh, IU or Notre Dame campus, they're going to throw you in a giant lecture hall with about 100, 150 students. Yeah, that sounds like a great connection with the professor. Yeah, exactly. So PFW, it's like, what do you think? Like oh, 30 well, kids? Heavens. I mean, the, the most I've seen in a class is probably 30, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the mo if you have the most is 30, that's a pretty good ratio to student to professor ratio so like if you need to get a hold of a professor or oh, something yeah. like that it's so much easier than going to like purdue or something and you're fighting basically against 150 other students That's to get crazy. the professor's attention i know some students at iu that don't hear from their professors at once yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's, that's insane. All professors at PFW always get back to me by the end of the week. Oh yeah, easily. And that's exaggerating. My <laughs> academic, my academic advisor at PFW, bless her, she's a blessing. She gets back to me within four hours. Yeah, that's so insane. So it ju it just shows, um, you know, big universities. Not a big fan of them. Do I love rooting for Notre Dame on Saturdays for football? Heck yeah. Heck not, yeah. Not, not this year. But yeah, every other their, their offense. <laughs> oh, but that's, oh. that's a discussion. We'll talk about oh, that. Oh yeah, that's later. later. So yeah, I mean, and then like home loans, home loans. I know you're going through that process right now. It sounds a little strenuous. You guys had to get a credit card. Yeah. So I'll go into that. So like I was saying before, like I went in full force. Like I was like, I have this much down. I have twenty percent down. Um, for this house, I'm looking to uh, get this range of house. So I was looking at like a seventy grand house. Mm -hmm. Seventy grand for a ha more or for a house loan is not that big. And if I have twenty percent, that's like fifteen grand or so. Oh. Like I'm putting down fifteen grand, so it's only like it, the max it could be is like a sixty grand loan yeah. after like all the like closing costs and stuff like that. So the max it could be is a sixty grand let's loan. Say, wait, let's say you have thirty thousand dollars in your bank. You're trying to get a seventy thousand dollar house, and you're going to get a loan on it. You put fifteen down, and you still got fifteen in the bank. Yeah, exactly. Why couldn't you get a loan? Yeah. So and that's society's getting very lazy in terms of financing and mm -hmm. stuff like that. They don't want to put in the work for it. And it's also too they obviously make more money if they do have you finance. So people in banks and stuff like that are more willing to make you um, have the credit score and stuff like that. So um, it makes more money for them in the long run. So I mean, yeah, that's 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 a sad truth. And it, it, it's interesting, too. So I went in, applied for the credit card. Like, it was so easy. I was able to apply online, everything, and stuff like that. And so you're obviously, for a credit card, you're supposed to put a limit. Like, you have to put a limit on how much you can spend on your credit card per month. And so I walked in. I was like, what is the minimum amount I can put on this credit card? Like, it's $500. I was like, okay, cool. I'll put that because to build yeah. your credit, you want to spend 30% of what your uh, max is mm -hmm. and then just immediately pay that off. And that's the fastest way to build your credit with a credit card. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was doing that. And then, so I apply for the credit card. I like, I put in my monthly income, everything like that. Um, and then he's like, oh yeah, you were approved for $2,000. Like the uh, guy I was um, working with at the bank was like, yeah, you were approved for $2,000. So that's what I put your maximum at. I was like, 
Uh, that's oh, not what I said. Yeah. And so I was actually, I came, I was like, I said, I'm doing 500, put it at $500. He's like, are you sure? It's better to have 2000 to have that money accessible. And so I actually came back home and I was like talking to my dad about it and stuff. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they actually get a percentage of how much you spend. So the more money you spend, the more money the bank makes nice. or that specific person at the bank makes. That's nice. But you get some, t- you know, some tasty travel points and hotel points. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah, it got me very heated very quickly. So I was like, oh, so the banker was trying to take advantage of me. Like, it's like, bro. I, I always. Yeah, no, that's a crazy story. I, I, I like how Dave Ramsey, when he talks about living debt free, he talks about the psychological type of uh, side of things to where you wake up every morning and you feel you, you, you don't get out of bed as quick because you know you got that thousand dollar car payment you have a credit card that hasn't been paid off because everybody told you you could get travel points and hotel points you you feel you don't feel good you it's almost like you're sick because mm-hmm, you're yeah. enslaved to your creditor and you really are yeah when because... you buy everything when you buy everything cash you don't gotta worry about it and it's also too you don't own anything if you are in debt. Nope. You don't own your college degree until you pay it off. You don't own your house until you pay it off. Same with cars, same with everything. That is not yours until you have fully paid for it. Now, if you got those jeans at Old Navy and you paid $3 a month, are, are they your jeans? <laughs> not yet. No. Nope. Yep. Nope, they're Old Navy's jeans. They're Old Navy's jeans. So if you don't make the payments, they're gonna cl- they're kind of come to your house and claim those jeans. They're taking those boys back. They're, you're not getting those. Oh, no, those bad cats are going bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's crazy. We covered home, car, student debt, tech. I feel it. I mentioned it earlier, shopping around for a MacBook. It's extremely normal for, you know, iPhones, computers. I'm sure they're doing it for any type of... You know, I don't know if you can speak more on that with the tech. Type yeah, that. so I recently just bought a new phone um, because I had the uh, iPhone XR and like it's I had it for like five years, so it was just time to upgrade. So um, I went into AT and T. Um, I signed a contract with them for three years. They gave me the phone for a hundred dollars. They're like, well, you could get a, another twenty five percent off of that phone, so only pay seventy five dollars if you go on a payment plan. Nope. Nope. Instantly, I was like, nope, I'm going to pay that $100 up front. They try to make it so, because in the long run, you have to pay interest. And interest is where they get you, because that's where they're going to make a lot of money. Because the interest rate on the phone was like 18% or something like that. So in the long run, you'd actually end up paying for more because of how they have their interest rates set up. So, yeah, yeah, they're giving you 25 bucks off the other 100 But still, at the same time, you're probably going to be paying like... 105 at the end of the day so they end up making even more money so just by putting you on a payment plan so you 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 walked out of at&t scotch free 100 what was 100 bucks 100, 100 bucks brand new phone no payments no payments nothing oh. i i walked in there with or walked out of there with an open uh or a clean mind clean conscious and i was like man yeah you don't have to wake up in the morning and think ah oh, gosh i gotta pay my phone bill. yeah you're yeah you're not freaking out you're like oh my gosh did i just pay my phone bill is it gonna ruin my credit no like <laughs> i like i don't have you to have, worry about anything you have peace of mind baby yes sir. And that's that's huge i i personally don't have any tech loans like i said i was, I was battling satan while, <laughs> while i was in best buy i yeah. true you asked my girlfriend katie i was staring at that 2022 put two bucks down pay 40 a month and it's all yours no couldn't couldn't do it baby facebook yeah. marketplace get them used Yes, that, sir. That's another thing with car loans. I feel like nobody buys cars used anymore. I feel like it's, it has to be brand spanking new off the lot. Yeah. And, you know, for me personally, parents always bought them through Craigslist. How, you know, that, that 
Craigslist is a whole different story, but Facebook Marketplace, just buying them cash, man. Buy yeah. them used, buy them cash. Yeah. It's the best bargain for your buck. Yeah, so buying a used car is honestly the best option because as soon as you drive it off the lot, that car payment or that car value goes down 33% oh, oh, oh or more. Just driving it off the lot. Yeah. Like, it, you didn't even put a mile on it, and it's dropped 33%. What would happen if your portfolio went down 33%? Dude, that hurts. Like, in the I know in the past, like, people's retirement funds with what's going on now yeah. in the world it's and scary. politics and stuff like that, their portfolios, and, their retirement funds are going down. And they're not even wanting to do that, and people are willing to drive a brand new car off the lot and lose 33% of its value. You yeah, just exactly. got to think of it that way. Yeah, so just putting stuff in perspective, it's just like, wow, that is insane. Yeah, yeah, so that, that that is insane, Austin. You hit it on the hammer. I know you had a couple quotes you wanted to share as a Dave. Um, yeah, so um, just like Dave, um, so obviously having a big background with Dave Ramsey, mm -hmm. um, he's got some pretty good quotes. Um, he says, live like no one else, so one day you can live like no one else. So What, do, what does that mean, live like no one else, who later on you can live like no one else? Yeah, so it doesn't mean you have to live like rice and beans every single day. It just means like do stuff normal people wouldn't do. So like no what? debt, no like... Right. No going out to eat five every days single a week. Day. Not, yeah, the, exactly. not the fancy restaurants, not the newest of the new yeah exactly so like like jake was saying like with his mac he got it like a 2020 and it works just like a 2022 mac does oh, like yeah. like i was looking i was like dang that just looks exactly like the same exact we're, mac we're, we're at best buy today and uh, you know just looking at it, there there's no difference there's no difference like they made it like the edges squared like it's a more square instead of rounded wow now. wow it's pretty intense pretty intense but they're gonna charge you double triple the price of it that's crazy yeah. absolutely insane i think you know with the live like no one else like you can live like no one else is that how it goes yeah yeah i just i mean like you said it doesn't have to be the rice and beans i can you, you can still take your wife or girlfriend out to eat you can still enjoy yourselves but yeah stay in the monthly budget don't you know over splurge on things you don't need yeah just stuff like that so we're both in college right correct are you happy where you at like making the amount of money stuff like that like, yeah. Are you happy with everything? No, I'm happy, and I gotta admit, I'm extremely blessed and grateful to be where I'm at. Not because of what I'm doing, but for what God's doing for me and what my parents are doing for me. Yeah, once you get out of college, are you expecting to make more money than you are now? Yes. Do you really need to change? Like, if you're happy now, do you need to change that much if you're No, man. I'll, I mean, I have a monthly budget, and it's it's a tough budget, and I stay in it. And I'm completely content. I enjoy myself. I go out to eat. I make sure my girlfriend is treated good. I make sure my friends and family are treated good if they ever need any money. Yeah, exactly. So if, and, you're, if you're that content and happy now with the amount of money you're making in college, like why would you need to you don't, all no, of a sudden splurge once you're out of college? You're like, oh my goodness, you get the shock of making oh like... My, I'm making $70,000 a year. Let me go buy a 22 Mercedes. Yeah, I don't need to go <laughs> buy a 90-inch TV yeah. and like everything new. Like... No, just live like you are now. Like, and I get it. I mean, we don't have a house payment right now. That's I in my mind. I don't know what else you have to incorporate into your monthly budget is like house payment, food, utilities, house payment and more, insurance, more food. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. I it, it, I I um, calculated it out. So with a the house that I was looking at was about seventy thousand um, dollars. So with me paying for everything, a uh, phone, mm -hmm. uh, car insurance, everything on my own. I'd be spending about fifteen hundred to two thousand bucks a month. 
That's insane. Yeah, so like it it, it could be easily doable. So oh, it, it it is. I yeah, mean, so like and I, um, I'll be honest, we're in you know extremely like I said earlier, extremely blessed situations. We yeah. have good parents. We have a good family. But we could have gone to the bigger schools. You went to the bigger school, and you realized it wasn't – it's not the right path yeah, to take. it's not the right path to take. Like, and it's not the right path for the major that I chose. Exactly. So th- there are certain situations yep. going to those schools is beneficial. Like, obviously, um, IU, great for medical school, great for nursing yep. school. Absolutely. So it's a, it just depends on your situation. It was not the right situation for me. No. And I know that's the same for you. Yeah, like I could I could have played basketball at several different schools, but it would have cost $25,000 a year. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's like, uh, come yeah, on, you got to weigh, you got to weigh the options yeah. there for you. So yeah. And yeah, so that's crazy, man. I had a Bible verse I wanted to uh, share here because I believe uh, debt is, you know, a huge, huge part in the Bible. It says, for the Lord, your God will bless you as he has promised and will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. You will rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. That's pretty powerful. That's very powerful. That's yeah. very powerful. I mean, it, it brings out, like, like I said earlier, your creditor is the guy over your head in yeah. the morning saying where's my money <laughs> and it's it, it kind of brings it to like a point of view like it's not just saying us saying that's debt's bad it's 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 god it's god's it, saying it, himself it's in, it's in the is... bible <laughs> yeah it's, you think something like that if it's in the bible it's probably and even <laughs> if you're not religious by listening to this does the, anything we said not make sense yeah, you don't like, want something that's taking money out of your pockets. Yeah, exactly. Do you want something that's constantly just poking you with a needle, constantly yeah. just kind of hurting you a little more and no, more? No, and it gets me heated. So let's picture you're camping and you have all your food, right? And yeah. you're sleeping and Mr. Raccoon comes and he takes your food. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to be happy when you lose all your food? No. No, so why would you want to lose your money? Yeah, exactly. Money is, I mean, money is, is, is what it is, but you can do a lot of things with money. Yeah, you exactly. Can, you can be generous with it. You can invest it. Uh, what was the third day? So yeah, you could, so. You can, what is it? You spend it, you invest it, and you give. Yeah, so give, save, and spend. Those are yeah. three categories that um, he well, likes to live by. So yeah. that's part of it, too. Um, live like no one else. So one day you can live like no one else. So that's you do that, I think. You save like no one else, so yeah. you can one day spend like no one else and they just all kind of correlate because like um obviously you feel good when you give money and stuff like that give your time and so well let me elaborate on that real quick so uh, so let's picture you and your spouse are making a combined let's say let's say just a hundred thousand dollars a year okay yeah. and and st- so let's say you have a couple payments minus your house you have a couple you know you have a phone car blah 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 not that- payments like uh utility you call them utilities because payments makes it sound like almost dead. yeah yeah let's get rid of the house and the utilities that that you, that's going yeah. to be there Let's say for your car and your phone, whatever. Let's say that totals up to be a thousand dollars each month. Yeah, for like insurance. Yeah, like that, phone that's, plan. That's twelve thousand dollars right there. Imagine if you didn't have that debt and you're able to give that twelve thousand dollars to your mom and dad, your grandparents, your church, a cause you really care about. You feel a lot better when you're giving your money to something you care about instead of the creditors. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's something to think about. It makes you feel better. Helps you sleep at night. You're not waking up in the middle of the night seeing the debt monster. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. that guy looks like. I don't want to see him. I don't <laughs> want to see him, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, man. But, yeah, so um, going into a little bit, like, 
how you can live debt free and like how we've been doing it and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So um, I know for me, I've had a job pretty much ever since I can remember. Yep. So I know you were started a job a little bit earlier than I did, like a couple of years or so. So yep. um, I started out um, just working like 20 hours a week yeah. and I just grinded out. Um, now I'm up to like, I still work part time. Um, I'm working 30 hours a week. Yeah. Um, and it, you can like you can find time like you're not going to get the social aspect as much just due to the fact that you are um, you're, you're, you're just living a different lifestyle. You're choosing to live a different lifestyle yeah. and people are going to think you're weird. People are going to think you're different. But that's part of like living the good life. Like you're going to be you're going to have to be a little bit different than the normal average person, because at the end of the day, the normal average person has like four or five different loans and stuff like yeah. that on stuff they don't really need. So, yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, like like we said earlier, like that, it, it's, it's a cloud over you. I can't stress that enough. It, you feel so much better when you don't got it. Yeah, exactly. So even in like the houses, so I'm planning to, um, so like I said, I'm planning to get like a $70,000 house, flip it and stuff like that. And um, a way I'm going to try to live debt free in that aspect is house hacking. Mm -hmm. So have you heard of house hacking before? I, ha I have, but I like to hear you. You know, get a little in-depth for our audience on what exactly means. Yeah, so basically um, you split, you partition the house into two spots. Mm -hmm. So um, you live in part of the house and then you rent out to someone else of the house so that um, they're making payments and stuff like that. So um, a mortgage payment on like a $70,000 house is like, 200 300 dollars so like it's not that much and then plus with utilities and stuff and insurance it's about 800 bucks yeah so say you charge 600 700 dollars like for the rent on for, the other person for rent for the other person you're basically you only have to pay 200 dollars. You're, you're pretty much getting out scotch-free not having to pay for your house exactly like even then 600 bucks like you could jack that up to about a thousand because if you think about it mm -hmm. like for an apartment oh, you're yeah. not getting out of there without a two thousand dollar apartment Heck, i mean in fort wayne indiana you can't get anything cheaper than 1500 bucks yeah exactly so if i'm charging a thousand for a house yeah. like you get everything like you yeah. can have a dog you can have a pet or whatever yeah like so you're telling me that I can charge a thousand dollars, so I'd be making two hundred bucks a month, just for house hacking. That's crazy. It's a great idea. I know a lot of people do it with duplexes. If they're getting into the real estate investing world, they'll start off purchasing a duplex. They live on one side, renter lives on the other. Save yeah. money, stack up cash, get a single family home, and boom, you don't got any payments, and you got two assets. Exactly, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get it paid off. So my goal. For the house is get it paid off in two years. Who two years? I, I, yeah, two. How are you years. going to do that? Are you going to budget, or are you just not going to have a budget and just spend what you want wherever you want? Oh, you you know how I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm going to budget the tar, bro. Oh, you're going to budget the yes, tar. Yes, sir. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put everything on it. I'm just going straight for it. Um, get that debt because, like I said, like it's a shackle on you. It holds Ooh, you down. It's like heavy. Oh, yeah, you're like, man, am I getting, like, having that thought in the back of your head, like, man, I got to pay off this, like, mortgage, like, mm -hmm. it it keeps you up at night. No, it does, brother, I feel you. Yeah, so, I, I don't like that feeling of discomfort, like, I don't know anyone that likes a feeling of discomfort, like. And I feel like people that are in debt right now, and they feel like they can't get out of it, and they just almost, they they give up, they, they just, you know, coast, they make their payments, I think the be if I were in that situation, the best way to do it. Budget. Yeah. Figure out what's bare, Figure out what you don't need, 
and start budgeting and what you you know the extra cash you get every month since you're not buying stupid things they go towards your payments and then over it might take three four five years to do but you'll yeah. be happier that you did it instead of doing it and you'll feel a lot better it. too at the end of the day yeah it's yeah. less stress and like the number one killer is stress, man. Oh yeah, it puts so much like it ages you your body age, so much. You get, you get wrinkles. <laughs> oh, you don't sleep as good. Yeah, I know. I love my sleep. I know. Actually, this morning, so I like to work out before I go to work, and I usually wake up at five twenty-five a.m. Um, that did not happen this morning. I set my alarm for 5.25 p.m. Oh, that's the worst when that happens. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, I'm ready. I got this time set. And um, what, thankfully, I woke up at 6.50 because I was like, man, this is so weird. I feel like I'm sleeping for years. I, 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 you know, sleeping, sleeping. Woke up. Man, I'm still sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. Woke up, still sleeping, 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 sleeping. All right, I need to check my phone because something's not right because I sleep. And lo and behold, it was 6.50. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to kind of go into it too. So I know um, we've been talking about how debt is bad and stuff like that. And we just talk about mortgages. Yeah. So um, we just want to like put that out there. So obviously fresh out of college students, it's very unlikely for like a college student or anyone in like low twenties or whatever Mm -hmm. to have a, any capital, any capital. Exactly. So you're not going to have like 50, 60 grand or whatever cash handy. So that's the one thing that um, Dave Ramsey really was like, okay, that's okay. Like it's, it's not preferable, obviously, mm-hmm. but that's the one thing that's okay to have is a mortgage payment to have a loan on a house. Yep. And then you implement that budget. You put that extra money towards paying the house and boom, you wake up in three years and the mortgage is gone. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's goes along too with like everyone wanting the biggest, best thing fast yep. is that they'll get a house. that's like above their budget and then they're just yeah. they're drowning Li- in debt because... living above their means mm-hmm, exactly so and that's what makes budgeting very important so you know exactly how much you can spend in each category yep yep absolutely you can say it better I, the budget's where it's at that's how you make the magic happen yeah I mean, I you know, you have a car that you haven't paid off. Sell that bad cat. Get you a used one. That's extra cash you can put towards you. We don't got the car loan anymore. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. We don't got the car loan. Start fresh right there. Start budgeting. Get that extra money. Yeah, and, and car. I know uh, used car uh, market went really crazy for a little while, yeah. but it's starting to go back down. No, I'm seeing the prices drop again on vehicles, so... Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll be back to normal here soon. Like not complete normal. It'll still be a little inflated just due to the market. It'll be better though. It'll be a lot better. So, um, what goes up must come down. Exactly. That's what happened to me when I was, uh, making pancakes the other day, went up, got stuck on the ceiling, came back down. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I, this is a fun episode. I appreciate you taking your time out today. And those of you listening, this is awesome. I'm glad you guys tuned in. Uh, We're going to finish up with our traditional ask each other a question. Oh, the random question. Okay. okay. I'll go first this time. Oh, okay. So, all right. So awesome. What would you do if, all right, let's say, what would you do if I took out or or was wanting to take out a car loan tomorrow what advice would you give me you're going to or you're planning on i'm I'm going to the dealership and i'm planning on taking out a car loan what advice what guidance what wisdom so it sits you down like jake you're an idiot you just straight up say i'm an idiot you want to (laughs) say no no no. (laughs) but no so i'd sit you down and be like okay um honestly i would have you sit down 
Grab a piece of paper, yeah. write a pros and cons list. Oh. And so it makes you think out the process. And I'd also have you sit out and make a budget for yourself. Okay. And just make it really... So I wouldn't do it as much. I would just make the thinking for you. Right. You would almost make me... You would talk... Like, you want to talk me out of it, I would talk myself out of exactly. it. Exactly. Because making... When you make the connections and stuff, you're going to learn it way better. Yep. So, like, if I just show someone how to do something, they're going to learn it, but they're not yep. going to learn it well. Yep. On the other end, if I show that or if I help them mm -hmm. learn how to do it, then that's a different situation. Absolutely, totally agree with you. Yeah. So, what would you do if I was then? On the other hand, um, I well, I I'd be in shock because knowing you, it's not <laughs> something you would do. But I mean, I I'd, I'd sit you down, friend to friend conversation, and be like, why you want to do this? And do you think that? Do you really think this is a good idea? Do, is it, what's this? How's this going to affect you five years down the line when you want a house for you and Aubrey? You when you want to live debt free? Just the questions like that, and you, like you said, you eventually start thinking, oh man, maybe this isn't a good idea. Give you an example: take all that money, invest it in the stock market, see what it'd be in five years instead of having that fancy car. Yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Just get you thinking. Yeah. Make you think it's a bad idea because it is. <laughs> you don't need it, Austin. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just really want it. Realistically, our conversation would probably go, Austin, you're an idiot. Don't do this. It's not a good... <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, this was awesome. Yeah, this was so great. I got a random question for you now, though. Okay. What is your favorite part of Christmas? My favorite part of Christmas? Yeah. Hmm... I don't want to say presents because I love the presents and I love, <laughs> and I actually love giving presents. Oh yeah, dude. That's a good feeling. It is. It, it's nice to get, it's nice to know you're loved and it's nice giving love. Yeah, exactly. But aside from that, it's just being with family. Uh, I get to see my grandparents. I get to see my grandma that's up in uh, Michigan. I don't get to see her much. I get to see her and ultimately selling, celebrating Jesus Christ's uh, birthday. Yeah. You know, I, society today nobody thinks of that i feel like everybody forgets what forget what the meaning of christmas is yeah almost like they focus on the presents uh, yeah <laughs> yeah what no. they're getting right no yeah. but yeah i mean presents are fun you get to spend time with family and you get to celebrate the best gift of all which is jesus what about you austin what what's your favorite part yeah for me like like you were saying like it's funny too like around christmas Everyone is nicer. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like everyone's nicer. People are holding doors. People are smiling more. And it's just good why. to see like like when everyone else is a good in a good mood, mm -hmm. it, it rises your it rises my mood too. Like if someone smiles at me, it's like, oh hey. And yeah. like, or like someone compliments you or something like that. It gives you that good feeling inside. So being able to have like a society as a whole do that, it just yeah. it, it rises everyone's like mood, I feel. So I mean, kindness is infectious. Uh well, you say everybody be is nicer and everything. I would disagree with you on Black Friday. People turn, oh, well, yeah, Black pe Friday. People turn oh, into animals. Gosh. I tried grabbing just like a, a pack of gum for the road lady. Like, no, it was mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, chill out, I just want my gum. And you can't tell me too on Christmas. Like, you're walking around like the mall and you see all the Christmas oh. lights, bright colors, and oh. the good music, the good vibe music. You just can't get happy. You see, like, you see, you, you, you see oh. Santa. You see, you know, the kids excited to see Santa. Yeah, like you, you can't tell me that that doesn't get you in a good mood so you're saying the feeling of christmas of everybody being kind and loving yeah exactly do you think if christmas was every day of the year that we'd be in a better world no oh 
Because, <laughs> because if you have it every day, it, it becomes normalized. Oh, oh, well, thanks, Captain Obvious. Well, yeah, so it becomes normalized, so it's different to be able to do that. So okay, it's I, uh, better to have it not. I'm, say, I'm saying if Christmas, if everybody shared the same feeling that they had on Christmas every day of oh, the well, year. Oh, yeah, well, obviously. Thanks, Captain yeah. Obvious. <laughs> of uh, course, if it was the same every single year and everyone had that same feeling every single day of the year, of course, everyone would want that. Like, what do you want for Christmas, little Jimmy? I want peace and kindness throughout the whole world. <laughs> That's it. That's the kid I picture you being and telling everybody. Is, um, <laughs> I want everybody to be happy. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's enough. That's the end of this episode for The Good Life. I uh, appreciate you all listening. Austin, close us out, baby. Thanks for watching The Good Life. I'm your co-host, Austin Hartman. Have a good one. <laughs>